we have a major and tremendous role in the itinerary of God. And that role that we have can be as impactful and powerful as we align ourselves with God. And you go, well, Pastor, how do we align ourselves with God? Well, you can live a lifetime off of this. The Word. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver or gold. Therefore, what, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Do all things without complaining and disputing. God doesn't want you arguing. Find a point of agreement. There's one thing about the point of agreement is that is the, the that's the point of power. If two of you shall agree as touching any one thing, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. God loves agreement. Loves agreement. That you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Why are we surprised? among whom you shine as lights in the world. Holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. And Paul, of course, is, you know, looking in the, that, uh, the people his investment, his teaching, and everything that he's given them, he's, he's hoping that they'll follow through. They'll follow through. He's hoping that, that you won't mess up. That you won't ruin the reputation. You want smear, but that your light will, will shine bright and brighter. Because the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto a perfect day. The light switches that they have now that, you know, are graduating in intensity. And as it's pushed up, you notice how that 
more power is released into the, the light and it becomes brighter and brighter. Anybody got those in their houses? Among whom you shine as lights in the world. When God begins to turn up the power, there's a brightness that will begin to emanate from you, become noticeable. Oh, hallelujah. For you are bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Thank you, Jesus. I want to talk to us today about our public image. A good name is better. A good reputation is powerful. And we'll see some of the aspects of a good reputation. But a reputation is that estimation in which a person or thing is commonly held whether favorably or not favorably. It is, a, it is the view of the public. It is those things that highlight your life. While a reputation is, is not the full reality, don't get me wrong, But it does create in minds a mental picture of that person or that thing. I like what 1 Corinthians chapter 3 says in, from the New Living Translation. It says, live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us or you. And no one will find fault well, with what you're doing. Reputation is so important because it equals your testimony. A good reputation gives your life influence. It is an overview of your life that you have already lived. It's one of the most important things that you have. And that is a good reputation. It is like an advertisement. And that, in those scriptures that we read about being blameless and, you know, and not murmuring and complaining, but letting our light shine is, 
that we are an advertisement. You should care what others think. To protecting the, the testimony. We need to be concerned about our reputation. You gotta guard your reputation. It's the cornerstone of your influence. In fact, as the scripture says that when it comes to church leadership, it says that they need to be above reproach. You have a really good reputation. It's got tremendous value. Fact is, Paul writes to Timothy and says, you know, Timothy, you know, you've got to have a good reputation among those who are outside, not just inside. It's like a candle. And by that, you light your world. In order to have a good reputation, there's a word that I believe it would fit, and that is the word excellence. Excellence is not an act. It is a habit. Praise the Lord. We're building the platform for the God upping the power. Because if God ups the power and their reputation is not there, what do you think is going to happen? It'll fall on deaf ears. Reputation is something that takes a lifetime to build, but can be destroyed be destroyed in a moment. We take care of our testimony by building a good reputation. Our life is to be a witness because it's much easier to keep your reputation than it is to recover it. A good name provides stability. People trust you. 
People know if you're dependent and if you have integrity. It's such a major stabilizing factor in relationships. It says that your reputation by and large or a good name is, is you know, eternal. Riches are fleeting. They can be here one minute, but they can be gone the next. But people who have a good reputation are still being spoken of after they have left the scene of life. It's a legacy. It's the value of your life. Because your name your reputation, and I include ours, has an impact. Oh, yes. In the end, reputation is all that you have. I just did a funeral this past Tuesday, and it was based upon reputation that I could speak about the man. It says that a good name brings favor. It brings favor. It provides value in the present and in the future. Hmm. A good name has a desirable fragrance. It appeals both to God and man. Ecclesiastes 7 and 1, it says a good name is better than fine perfume. A fragrance. My. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 1 says, Dead flies putrefy the perfumer's anointment. And cause it to give off a foul odor. So does a little folly to one respected for wisdom and honor. A fragrance. A good name doesn't wear off. A good name depends on your actions. It's one of the greatest tools that you have. It helps in the navigation of practical life. 
It smooths out the journey. It has internal value and it has external value. But our reputation is fragile. It's fragile. It requires constant attention. Got to live up to a good reputation. The power of a reputation, it can can rise to your rescue and defense. Or it can sink your ship. A good reputation is such a great inspirer. It inspires others. Frequently in my life, I look back to my teachers, my mentors, the congregations that I grew up in, was worshiped together, taught in, and when a name would come up, or a name even still comes up in my mind, and in that picture of their reputation, has an amazing, powerful impact to me. And of course, those that are most close to me, of course, is my mom and dad. But when I face a crossroads or a decision, I sometimes will visit that picture of their reputation and how they handled and what they did. And it influences and it strengthens and it inspires me. Reputation is so important, church, this morning because it's public information. It is a summary of your visible life. Here comes the important factor. It is not merely about our reputation. It's about the reputation of Jesus Christ. We are royal censors. We are incense vessels of Christ's fragrance. Yes. Paul wrote to to the Romans in chapter 1 and verse 8, and he said, your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. He writes to the Thessalonians, and he says, and talks about that, that, that there is a remembering and there is a, there is a reputation, a name about you, of your work of faith and your labor of love and your patience of hope. Woo! 
in verse 7 of Thessalonians, it says, You became examples. For from you the word of the Lord sounded forth. Not only in the, the immediate vicinity of Macedonia and Acacia, but he says, in every place, your faith toward God has gone out. Oh, hallelujah. We are to be a fragrance that gives off the sweet aroma of the fragrant attributes of Christ. I believe that the church is, is to be a place of redeeming love and not an armed camp protecting our wares. Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Spend some time teaching them to observe. This is not an overnight thing, church. Thank you for your reputation. Paul commends the Thessalonians' reputation for their faith, their labor, their love, and their endurance. The sweet smell of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. Now the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You can never get in trouble, he says. In fact, is I believe and I believe that the scripture supports it, that the fruits of the Spirit are the oils that the holy fire of God burns best from. Amen. Good preaching, Pastor. <laughs> See, God isn't the only one that smells our life. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, it says that, Now thanks to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. We need a right picture of God if we want the fragrance who he is and what he's really like. Remember the story of Job? I thought I knew him, but I found out I only knew about him. 
that he ended up saying that. Now I know him. Notice that Paul said this. I want to know him right. That I might know him. The power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. We got to know how to suffer. For Jesus. You don't want to suffer for a bad reputation. When they was vile against him, he kept his mouth shut. <laughs> There's a time for you to keep your mouth shut. If you've got a good reputation, you can open your mouth. Not very, it's not very nice, but it happens, uh, uh, and I have to admit to it. Someone wanted to tell me about someone who did something, and then they will mention the name, and I'll go, oh, well. to be aroma in our thoughts, our actions, our behavior, and our love. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2. And walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us. Gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. There is a proverb in that proverb is this, tiny is the flower, yet it scents the grasses around it. Just being small does not keep it from spreading the fragrance it was created to share. It's not the size of the action, but the aroma that is created by the actions. Let me stop here and talk about that arena. It's very easy to feel insignificant, ineffective, lacking impact. Is it really benefiting? But just like that little flower, when it lets its fragrance, everything around it begins to be affected by
you have a fragrance. We spread fragrance by walking in wisdom and talking with grace. Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace. It doesn't sound like you're supposed to get in their face. We fill up our world with the fragrance of Christ, not by blending into the world with foolish walking and worldly talking, but by showing how Jesus changes, changes us, changes us in how we use our time and our words. I'll ask my musicians to come this morning. Refining our spiritual reputation. It's really important. I believe that the world will take notice of Christ in us. Not through our cultural relevance, but through our heavenly fragrance. Through our heavenly fragrance. Yes. When you follow Christ, and sometimes that is a hard and narrow way, when you do it with commitment, dedication, you're going to find out that they are going to ask where you're going. They will ask, the scripture says, what is this? It says hope. Well, let's use some other words. What puts this bounce in your step? Well, you know that hope is really a, a, a super energizer. It's a super energizer. It, 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 it allows, it, it just gives a, a, a different picture of the same situation. You maybe remember the story when Churchill was asked to speak at a, at a, a college graduation. 
and he gets up and it was probably the shortest, you know, graduation speech of any, of any commencement. But he said, never give up. Never give up. Never give up. One more time. Never give up. And he sat down. Everybody will not understand you correctly. Everybody will not interpret your reputation rightly. Jesus asked the question, men's opinion what 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 are they saying well Elijah John the Baptist you have of Jesus. Historically, at times, the church has been cold, lifeless, infected with worldliness, lacks vigor, love for Christ, and the Bible. But it doesn't have to be that way. Let your light shine, be salt of the earth. We hear about a lot about revival. We use the word, we want revival, we want revival. And yes, I want revival. Revival will cost us, or the cost of revival, rephrase it, is obedience. 
sins and sacrifice. Hallelujah. Praise the holy name of God. It all starts with relationship with God. Jesus grew in stature and favor with God and man. Now, he did not look to be patted on the back by man. When it says he made of himself no reputation, but he humbled himself, he said, I'm not here to get a pat on the back from anybody. But I'm here to represent God, the Father. Let your light so shine among men that they may see. Hallelujah. Glory to God. so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life the world is perishing God says love them love them give yourself in that love Give yourself in that love. Hallelujah. For no greater love has man than to lay down his life for a friend. But Christ has went ahead and laid down his life for us while we were yet sinners. All I can say is help me, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Help me, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Church. Reputation counts. Reputation is power. Believer, 
Okay, you know what I mean? Don't, don't frown upon them. Go ahead and try to find a way to just put a little light in their, in their day. Absolutely. Go with God, because he's already on his way. Amen. You just missed it.